Grand Rising, happy Thursday. I am doing Manifesting Mondays and Get Nourished Thursdays every week, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. What's up to anybody that's joining? Hi, everyone. Long time no see since last night. Hi, hi, hi. I have, so today I'm reading from Your Faith is Your Fortune by Neville Goddard. This is, what's up, everybody? This is um, a really good book, but this talks about awareness, consciousness, and our ability to manifest. And it talks about this through the works of Jesus. So it mixes kind of everything together, which I think is interesting because the way that the Bible has been interpreted so many times and all these things, not because this is right and that's wrong and, and anything else, but this is a, um, a really interesting interpretation of what the Bible actually meant. But before I get into that, um, I wanted to talk about, I was watching a video of Joseph Murphy's and I look different. My hair color is different and I cannot wait to get it done tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so Joseph Murphy was talking about, and this made me think because I haven't been feeling great for the last, um, yesterday would have been two weeks give or take since I was really not feeling myself and was having just stomach issues all the time, which I never have. Right. So Joseph Murphy said, it's impossible to have a sick body and a healthy mind. Guys, if you're interested in anything with patches, please send me a DM. Um, it's impossible to have a sick body and a healthy mind. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, my mind isn't unhealthy. And you know, I was still sick anyway. And then I was starting to think weeks prior to me getting to this sickness. Now we program all these things, right? We program all these things. Um, so what was my thought process? Where was my mind several weeks before I knew I was going to an event where there was going to be a lot of people that did get the experiment, right? I, for whatever reason, and I, I don't want to affirm this, but in the past, I have gotten sick whenever I was around in close proximity to people. I can give many theories on the reasons why, right? But leading up to that, that was my worry and that was my fear, is that exactly what happened to me was going to happen. So you can't have a healthy mind and a sick body. And as much as I do this work and as much as I talk about manifestation and all these things, the reality is you can't have a sick body and a healthy mind because we manifest all of our realities, dis-ease, exactly. We manifest our reality no matter what it is or what it looks like. We are the manifestation, our three-dimensional reality is the manifestation of our mind. You can't have a sick body and a healthy mind. Think about that statement. Yes, we're good. Of course we're good. Think about that statement. You cannot have a sick body and a healthy mind. And I just wanted to throw that out there because I know that I manifested me getting sick. I know that I did. 
But when I heard this last night, I'm like, that's not true. I disagree with that. And then I was sitting there thinking about this. Well, the weeks leading up to me getting sick, my mind was, well, if I'm too close to too many people and if I'm around this many people, this is going to happen. That's not a healthy mind. A healthy mind would say, I am always healthy. No weapons against me shall prosper. My body works perfectly for me. Those would be a healthy mind. Those affirmations would be something that you would do if you maybe had an inkling that you're going to be around this kind of people or whatever. But you would change your state of being. And my state of being was worry. So my worry, worrying, manifested into a physical sickness. Just like with 5G, if I see a tower anywhere, I start to freak out. And I manifest my reality. And instead of saying, there's work for all of us to, to, be, to be done. Instead of saying, my body is perfectly healthy. My body always works in perfect harmony with my thoughts. How do we maintain a healthy mind when surrounded by so much negative energy? I got so sick the very beginning of this year, it put me in a better place. Blessing in this guy. How do we maintain a healthy mind when surrounded by so much negative energy? So I talk about this almost every time I'm on here is your mental diet. What are you consuming mentally? It's the same way as what what you're consuming physically. Like what foods are you eating? Are you nourishing your body or are you just adding calories to it that do nothing for you? How many empty calories are out there? How many chemicals are out there that you put in your body as food? You know, things that are sitting on a shelf and in a box that have a, a, a lifespan of three, five years. Do you think that that's actually healthy and nourishing to your body? It's not. So how do you stay in a healthy state? Your mental diet. So your mental diet is what you're consuming mentally. Now, you can, you can have awareness, right? You can have awareness of the things that are going on. But most people don't understand how the mind actually works. That the more you consume these things every day, like they post, they they purposely put out propaganda because they know that the way that the human mind and consciousness works, the more that you put things out, the more people have emotional reactions to them. Politics is the biggest one. You can walk into any room, you start talking politics, I can guarantee you it's going to get heated really fast. So that is an easy way to manifest the reality that you don't want. And all of these really powerful um, entities, companies, corporations that are being controlled by the less than 1% know the way that human consciousness works. So the more that your mental diet is consumed by all the things that you don't want and you dwell in that, the more that reality is real. So how can you stay positive when there's all this negative energy is... You can use affirmations every single day. As soon as a bad thought comes up, or you see, this triggers me, people still wearing masks. Those things trigger me still. What can I do to replace that negativity that comes right out? I can just say everybody awakens at their own time. And leave it at that. Leave it alone. Everybody awakens at their own time. And you keep it moving. So what can you place in your mental diet affirmations um my mind is always healthy i love to 
go out and pick up the leaves off of the ground. I am so fortunate to be able to go for a run today. You replace your mind with things that are going to uplift you. If you stay in the consciousness where, can you believe what Joe Biden said and look what bill they're trying to pass and awareness is one thing, but dwelling in that state is another. We can look at information and not allow it to penetrate us. Just be like, okay, I see this is happening, but what can I do to change my inner being so that I don't have that reaction? So I am not part of the co-creation of it. And I hate talking about this all the time, but there's so many political influencers that truly believe they are doing right for the collective consciousness, but really they're keeping people in a state of negativity and indefinite lower vibration. When you keep people in a state of fearless or fear and hopelessness, you're lowering the collective vibration of the world. And although you feel you are doing good because you're telling people like what's happening, that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. If people are not aware by now, they are willfully ignorant. At one point, awareness was so key. But to continue to spread things that are so sad and so devastating every day, you keep that narrative alive. You keep the narrative alive every day globally. Because most of these people that are considered influencers have a reach that is going around the globe. So you're constantly sharing these low vibrational things and wondering why we're not making change. Again, awareness is one of those things where you want to bring awareness. But again, we can all look at the delivery of our things. We can all improve who we are in our consciousness, right? So I'm gonna start talking from your faith is your fortune and we'll go from there. Your awareness is the master magician who conjures all things by being that which he would conjure. This Lord and master that you are can and does make all that you are a conscious of being appear in your world. No man, manifestation, cometh unto me, save my father, draw him and I and my father are one. So some of this is just like, hey, what are you talking about? I have no idea what's going on. So you are constantly drawing to yourself that which you are conscious of being. Whether we like it or not, we are drawing to ourselves what we are conscious of being. So if you live in a state of poverty all the time, well, my family was poor and, you know, it's just the way that my life is. You're constantly drawing to yourself that which you are conscious of being. I can never be successful. Like, let's say, for example, last night on my live, my patching testimonial live, I had on a woman named Onyx. There is nothing that can get in this woman's way. She is a force to be reckoned with. She made tens of millions of dollars in a previous company that she worked with. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire on my yacht with my family, give them the best life that I can. And then someone asked her about these stem cell patches. So she's like, I really don't want to get into this again. I don't want to do this. You know, I'm retired. 
Long story short, she got back into the business, and this was a totally different business than the one that made her all that money. And now she is the top enroller in the company. Why? Because she doesn't have limiting beliefs. She doesn't have a limiting belief that, I mean, this is going to be really hard. I just don't think I can do it again. Like, you know, I made so much money before, you know, I don't need to do this again. And I don't care about helping people. She had an organization of 400,000 people underneath of her. You are constantly drawing to yourself that which you are conscious of being. If you allow excuses to get into your way every single day. Oh, I just don't have the money for this. And how am I going to find a way to do that? And, you know, my car doesn't work today. You are what you are conscious of being. You draw to yourself. Change your conception of yourself from that of the slave to that of Christ. Change your conception of yourself from that of being a slave. This is your faith is your fortune. To that of Christ. Don't be embarrassed to make this claim. Only as you claim, I am Christ, will you do the works of Christ. Okay? The works I do, ye shall do also, and greater works than these shall ye do, for I go unto my Father. He made himself equal with God and found it not robbery to do the works of God. Jesus knew that anyone who dared to claim himself to be Christ would automatically assume the capacities to express, express the works of his conception of Christ. So anyone that would claim themselves to be Christ, not Jesus Christ, Christ. A lot of these explanations are that Jesus was a man and to achieve Christ consciousness was completely separate than Jesus the man. So Jesus also knew that the exclusive use of this principle of expression was not given to him alone. He knew that this, these miracles and all these things that he was capable of doing because of his mind and consciousness was not only given to him. He constantly referred to his father in heaven. And in the, these books and these teachings, his father in heaven is your consciousness. Your heaven is here or your hell is here. He stated that his works would not only be equaled, but that they would be surpassed by that man who dared to conceive himself to be greater than he had conceived himself to be. So we are the living body. But once we conceive ourselves to be greater than, let me read this again. So those type of miracles will be surpassed by that man who dared to conceive himself to be greater than then he had conceived something. Okay, let me just keep reading because I'm confusing myself. I understood this like an hour ago and now I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait. <clears throat> Jesus, in stating that he and his father were one, but that his father was greater than he, revealed his awareness, awareness, his father, to be one with that which he was aware of being. He found himself as father or awareness to be greater than that which he as Jesus was aware of being. So whatever we're aware of being in the three-dimensional world, he, the father, is greater than what we are aware of ourselves. So say we are aware of ourselves and our awareness of ourselves right now is I am not loved, I'm not chosen, I'm always abandoned, um, nothing ever works out for me. That is your awareness but it is not greater than he, the father. 
Because our consciousness is what creates. That's how powerful our mind and consciousness is. So once we can achieve a higher level of consciousness, we are, we are slowly getting to, or hopefully maybe not ever, or evolving to Christ consciousness, which is the highest level of consciousness that you can get. And most people never get there. But as long as you have that awareness of yourself and what you can create through God the Father, you're going to continue to level up in your life. Your life is going to change. The book is your faith is your fortune. Um, he found himself as father awareness to be greater than that which he as Jesus was aware of being. You and your conception of yourself are one. You are and always will be greater than any conception you will ever have of yourself. So God the father, our heaven will always be greater than the conception that we have of ourself. Unless we actively change it, unless we change states of being and shift to a higher level of consciousness. And I talk to so many people about this, so many people that are so smart, that are true leaders, but they have no idea about any of this stuff. So they, sit, they stay stuck in their lower chakras, they stay stuck in lust, they stay stuck in their ego. And while they can help so many people with just their knowledge, I will say, they're missing a whole component, which is rising to a higher level of consciousness. And that takes work. Man fails to do the works of Jesus Christ because he attempts to accomplish them from his present level of consciousness. Prime example, religion. So, I know so many people growing up that would sit front row at church. And they would be the biggest assholes on the planet. Man fails to do the works of Jesus Christ because he attempts to accomplish them from his level of present, his present level of consciousness. So just because you claim to be religious doesn't mean that you are like Jesus Christ. If people don't really understand that, if you want to even say being religious is rising to a higher, higher level of understanding. Most people that are religious are hypocrites. And they don't even know it because if you're on a higher level of consciousness, you try to allow judgment to go out the window. You try your best to not allow things to affect you because you know that you create in your mind. So when people sit there and are very religious and then say, I'm talking about this, this might trigger a lot of people to hear their God being spoken about in a different, in a very different manner. And those people might point the finger and say, you know, you are the antichrist or just not accept what information that I'm putting forth based on my own, um, studies and I'm unfollowing you and you're speaking out against this. And if you are trying to reach the level of consciousness of Christ, which people aren't even aware of through religion. Man fails to do the works of Jesus Christ because he attempts to accomplish them from his present level of consciousness. So if your present level of consciousness is of lack, your present level of consciousness is from judgment, how can you do anything in the works of Jesus, who you claim to be as your Lord and Savior, if your present level of consciousness doesn't reflect that? 
You will never transcend your present accomplishments through sacrifice and struggle. Your present level of consciousness will only be transcended as you drop the present state and rise to a higher level. So your level of consciousness will only be transcended if you drop your present state of mind. If you move out of your present state of mind. You could be religious and still be an asshole at the same time. Those two are not mutually exclusive, unfortunately. You can be both. I know many people that are. Men that wear a crucifix around their neck and they're involved in so many illegal things. Dealing drugs and just all kind of crazy stuff. It's a cultural thing too. To wear a cross around your neck. And not even really understand fully what that means. Because you're living in one state when you're representing another. If you are representing Christ consciousness and you are out doing bad things. You are out doing illegal things. You are out breaking the law. That's egoic consciousness. I love that. You're not on the level of where Jesus wanted people to go. You rise to a higher level of consciousness by taking your attention away from your present limitations and placing it upon that which you desire to be. So because we have present limitations, we all have them. Because our reality is not what we want, we don't focus on what we don't have. We place it upon that which you desire to be, which is living in the state of the wish fulfilled. And again, this might sound delusional for many people. To live as if, to live as if you already have, to live as if you already live in your dream home, to live as if you already are married to the perfect person, to live as if you already have this dog that you always wanted, to live as if you have this amazing garden that will make you so happy because you're able to produce your own food, to live as if. Do not attempt this in daydreaming or wishful thinking, but in a positive manner. Claim yourself to be the thing desired. I am, there's the I am, I am that. No sacrifice, no diet, no human tricks. All that is asked of you is to accept your desire and dare to claim it. Do you accept your desire and do you dare to claim that desire? That takes balls to do that. That takes balls to live in a completely separate reality than what you're actually seeing around you. But do you have faith in the Father, the consciousness, your awareness? Do you have faith in that? Do you have faith that you can create your reality? Or are you going to continue to be a victim of it? The works are finished. All that is required of you to let these qualities into expression is the claim, I am that. Claim yourself to be that which you desire to be and that you shall be. Again, I'm going to go back to Onyx, who made millions and millions and millions of dollars in several different companies. Claim yourself to be that which you desire to be and that you shall be. She didn't have excuses. She just knew. She knew that inner feeling, just like your intuition, when your intuition says something's not right about this person, you automatically can sense that. That is feeling. Because our feelings 
create. Our thoughts create. So when you have that inner knowing, just like when I manifested my car, no one was going to tell me different that I wasn't going to have this car. I just knew that I was going to have it. So it's the same thing with your wish fulfilled. Like last week, I manifested this very, very simply, but I wasn't specific enough. I want to be speaking at different places, retreats, events on reprogramming the subconscious mind. Maybe four days later, someone texts me and says, hey, I have this um, summit that I think you'd be perfect for and you could speak at it. And it was about reprogramming the subconscious mind. So I was like, damn, I'm pretty powerful. But I just knew that it was going to happen. I didn't know how. I wasn't, I'm like, well, how, how is that going to work out? Randomly, a person that I hadn't spoken to in months just hit me up and said, there's an opportunity for you to speak at this place. And it's online. So that's why I said I wasn't specific enough. But just four days later, after I thought about it, and I was like, this is what I really want. And I saw myself on stage speaking. I saw myself doing the work. And all of a sudden, I got this phone call, text, hey, do you want to speak on this? And I was like, oh, shit, okay, let's do it. Um, so expressions, this is important, expressions follow the impression. They do not precede them. Proof that you are will follow the claim that you are. It will not precede it. Expressions, which is your 3D reality, right? Follow the impressions in your mind. Whatever you impress upon your subconscious mind is what will express in the 3D reality. If you're constantly, every time you get out of bed, oh, my back hurts, I'm always sick, like, oh, my, I got a headache today, and every day that you complain, your impressions happen, you impress the mind, and then you express them in the three-dimensional reality. I can guarantee you if you wake up every single day and you talk about how sick you are, you talk about how much your back hurts, I can guarantee you that will be expressed into your three-dimensional reality. Expressions follow the impressions. They do not precede them. Proof that you are will follow the claim that you are. It will not precede it. Leave all and follow me is a double invitation to you. Leave all. So leave all that doesn't serve you. Leave all and follow me, consciousness, that which you want to be. Gather high. Your consciousness is powerful enough to create your reality. So leave all behind and follow me, the Father. God the Father, which is your consciousness. This is from your faith is your fortune. Is a double invitation to you. First, it invites you to turn completely away from all problems and then... It calls upon you to continue walking in the claim that you are that which you desire to be. Leave all and follow me. Follow the mind and consciousness. The conscious reality that you want, not the unconscious reality that you don't want. Leave all of that behind and follow me. So you are following what you desire to be. So every day you're saying, Whatever it is that you're affirming. You are doing meditations about this desire that you have. You are walking around living as if you already have it. You are living as if you already have it. It took a really long time for me to pro reprogram my mind 
regarding money. I grew up as a professional dancer. You don't make shit. So it was always like, well, I can't buy this. I really want this, but I can't have that. And that was my whole being. But I manifested that. I manifested that through listening to my mom saying, ask your father for money. We don't have this. We don't have enough for that. When you grow up with these programs, that's what you become. So I manifested a career in, a, in the first 15 years of my life that I didn't have enough. Leave all and follow me. So I had to leave that idea behind that I didn't have enough. Every single time I would go to the store, I would thank God or thank the universe like for that I can afford this and that I always have money and my money is always replenished tenfold. You just get into the habit of saying these things all the time, all the time, right? And then eventually your mind slowly shifts. You slowly shift out of the lack mentality and all of a sudden it becomes more normal and it feels more normal and then you don't have these thoughts of, you know, you shouldn't buy that or you got to save your money for this or maybe you're going to need money for that. You just allow yourself to have what you already believe yourself to be. So I was allowing myself to have things because I believe that that's what I was, that I have money and money is always constantly working for me. Money flows freely to me. My affirmation was money flows freely to me. An overabundance of money flows freely to me through my talents. Getting very specific, right? Getting very specific. Because again, if there's people that are on here that are not normally on here, we always talk about specificity and manifestation because say you wanted millions of dollars and your parents had a life insurance policy and you're like a multimillionaire or multimillionaire, there's no specifics about it. And you continue to, to feel it and to see it and what you're doing with all this money and how you're helping people. But the money comes from a tragic accident. And I always talk about this example because it actually happened to somebody. A tragic accident that your parents got in. Now you're a millionaire. So what are you specifically wanting and how are you getting it? So I would always say an overabundance of money flows freely to me through my talents. I know what my talents are. That's actually how I manifested going on tour. I was so sick of my life and how it was five, five years ago or whatever it was, 2000, I don't remember, 18, 17. And I would say it all the time, all the time, all the time. And all of a sudden my phone rings, my sister's like, would you want to go on tour? And I was like, what? And at the time I didn't really realize that I actually manifested that, but I was making a lot more money on tour than I was doing dance jobs and breaking my back every single day. Right? Um, do not be a Lot's wife who looks back and becomes salted or preserved in the dead past. Be a Lot who does not look back but who keeps his vision focused upon the promised land, the thing that you desire. The promised land, the thing that we desire. Do this and you will know that you have found the master, the master magician making the unseen the scene through the command, I am that. Making the unseen seen through the command that I am that. I am abundant. I am in a beautiful, amazing relationship with so-and-so and all the details. I am living my dream life. You command it through the I am. Or you can command it, I am so sick today. 
I'm always abandoned. I'm never chosen. Your I am is a command. Who am I? I am the Lord. That is my name and my glory will I not give to another. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. This I am within you. This awareness, this consciousness of being is the Lord, the God of all flesh. I am is he that should come. Stop looking for another. As long as you believe, this is a good part. As long as you believe in a God apart from yourself, go to church and pray to God. Pray to God up in the sky. Your religion teaches you that God is apart from yourself, which is why I do not believe in religion. Because it creates a power system that the power is outside of us. And it's not. What happens when all people band together? You create change. Because we are that powerful. As long as you believe in a God apart from yourself, you will continue to transfer the power of your expression to your conceptions, forgetting that you are the conceiver. I'm going to read that again. As long as you believe in a God apart from yourself, you will continue to transfer the power of your expression to your conceptions, forgetting that you are the conceiver. We are the conceiver in our mind. We conceive of the ideas and the thoughts, and then we conceptualize them into reality. The power conceiving and the thing conceived are one, but the power to conceive is greater than the conception. These, these take a lot of thought sometimes, because sometimes I read the sentences 65 times and I'm like, hold on, let me break this down. The thing conceived are one, but the power to conceive is greater than the conception. So our power to conceive of anything that we want in our mind through our God, the father is more powerful than the conception. So if you don't like what's happening in your reality, which is what has conceptualized, the conceiver is more powerful because the conceiver can change it. The God in our reality, in our consciousness can change what we have created in our reality. So I hope that everybody understands that. Jesus discovered this glorious truth when he declared, I and my father are one, but my father is greater than I. So Jesus is saying that he knew that his consciousness was greater than himself. He was given this body, but his consciousness was greater than anything that he could do in the three reality because he knew that he could change it through God the Father. I and my Father are one, but my Father is greater than I. Father being your consciousness. The power conceiving itself to be man is greater than its conception. All conceptions are limitations of the conceiver. All conceptions, all the things that are conceptualized in reality are only limitations of the person that is conceiving them. So if your reality is limited and you don't like it, you are conceiving this reality so you can change it through God, the father of consciousness. Before Abraham was I am. 
Before the world was I am. Consciousness precedes all manifestations and it is the prop upon which all manifestations rest. To remove the manifestations, all that is required of you, the conceiver, is to take your attention away from the conception. So when you take your attention away from your three-dimensional reality and you recreate a different reality in your consciousness, that is when it will play out into your reality. So even though your reality right now is not what you want, you could be living in the shittiest home and every day you wake up and you're like, I fucking hate this place. You're creating more of that space. But if you wake up every single day and say, and are so grateful for other things in your life, the smallest things, your pet mouse, I'm thankful for you. Whatever it is that there are things that you could be grateful for, you start with gratitude and then it shifts your entire reality. I'm so grateful that I finally found the perfect home to live in that is safe, that is warm, that keeps me cool in the summer. You have to shift your reality and that makes you feel like you are crazy. But this is how we create things, by feeling and dwelling in them. So if you're dwelling every day, I hate my job. This is horrible. Like, I don't want to go today. I'm just going to call out. I hate this. You're dwelling in that with feeling. You feel how much you hate it. Or you're in a marriage and you're like, oh my God, I can't get away from this person. You're only creating more sadness and sorrows and hopelessness until you take inspired action. Until you start to send your resume to other places that maybe you can get a job at. Until you start shifting your focus to say, I'm not happy here, but I'm so happy in this area of my life. Until you start to shift out of these unconscious thoughts, you now make conscious decisions to change your mind and it's not always easy and the the negative thoughts constantly creep back in but you are powerful enough to reprogram yourself so take your attention away from what is in the outside world that you don't like instead of out of sight out of mind this is a this is a good one instead of out of sight out of mind it really is out of mind out of sight We've heard this friggin' expression our whole lives. Out of sight, out of mind. But it really is out of mind than it is out of your sight of your three-dimensional reality. Out of mind. So I'm taking this negative thing that I don't want out of my mind. And then that's eventually going to play into my reality out of sight. Right? The manifestation will remain in sight only as long as it takes the force with which the conceiver, I am, originally endowed it to spend itself. This applies to all creation from the infinitely small electron to the infinitely great universe. Be still and know that I am God. Yes, this very I am, your awareness of being, is God. The only God. I am is the Lord, the God of all flesh, all manifestation. This presence, your unconditioned awareness, comprehends neither beginning nor ending. Limitations exist only in the manifestation. If you think about it, there are really no limitations in life. Who's, who is there stopping you? Who is there stopping you from creating an amazing life? You. That's it. You. Me. 
We are the only ones giving ourselves limitations. Limitations aren't real. They don't exist. Who's going to stop you from becoming a billionaire? Who's going to stop you from building the most amazing dream house? Who's going to stop you from having an amazing relationship? Your belief that you don't deserve these things. You. You. In order to create what you want, you may have to address your traumas. 100,000%. 100,000%. When you realize that this awareness is your eternal self, you will know that before Abraham was, I am. Begin to understand why you were told, go thou and do likewise. Begin now to identify yourself with this presence, your awareness, as the only reality. That is your only reality. Your awareness. So if your awareness is how shitty my life is and I'm always in pain and nothing ever works out for me, that's your only reality. You're not going to get any other reality. But if your awareness is, say you are in that state of being, but if you make your awareness gratitude and I'm so thankful that I could buy this apple I'm so happy that I met this person yesterday when you expect good things good things happen your faith is your fortune is the book by Neville Goddard all manifestations but appear to be you as man have no reality other than that which your eternal self I am believes it to be you have no reality other than that which your eternal self, the I am, believes itself to be. What comes after I am that you say, oh my God, I'm so fat. Oh, I'm so stupid. I am. I am. I am so sick today. What is your I am? Well, at least you realize that your ex was stopping you. What is your I am? I'm not worthy. And some people aren't even aware of their I am. It just, it's just so automatic that you don't even realize that that's what your I am is. Because in talking to somebody, I was helping them with manifestation. And we had to walk back so many steps to really uncover what his I am was. Because this person's like, I'm confident. Like, I know that I'm a good-looking guy. I know that I don't have a problem getting women. Okay. But why is it that you attract people that don't choose you? Why is it that you have unstable relationships? Being confident and knowing that you're this or you're that is completely different than what your subconscious beliefs about yourself are. So, I'm confident. I'm good-looking. I know I'm this. I know I'm that. Okay, so why are you having problems in your relationships over and over again? The same relationship will manifest every single time because that's what your subconscious belief is. So you can only manifest what you are, your I am. So we walk backwards, we walk backwards, we walk backwards. And finally, it came down to the root of, I think it was his father with sports, that he didn't feel good enough, that he didn't feel chosen, and that maybe... Maybe his father made a big deal out of other players and never praised him. And he was always harder on him. I am not chosen. So then fast forward and walk these steps forward. All the relationships that I have, even though I know that I'm good looking, I know that I'm a great catch. I know how smart I am. I know how successful I am. But your underlying belief is 
I'm not chosen. So then you are going to manifest that reality. You know, when people say, oh, I just keep, I, I go out the same person. It's just in a different body over and over again. It's not because it's what you like. I can guarantee you that. It's because of what you are. So if what you are is not chosen, your partner, no matter how much they may love you, you're not going to be the number one priority. You're not going to be chosen. Maybe that person is texting someone else behind your back. You, that is your belief. So there is no other choice in your reality than for that person to show up over and over again in a different body. Okay. Whom do you, we're going to, oh my God, it's 45 minutes already. Whom do you say that I am? This is not a question asked 2,000 years ago. It's the internal question addressed to the manifestation by die conceiver. It is your true self, your awareness of being. Whom do you say that I am? Ask yourself, who do you say that you are? That's the only question that you could ask yourself today. Who do I say that I am? Not because you want to pretend that you're positive and be like, I am amazing. Like, no, let's get real. Who do I say that I am? Who do I say that I am? And be real with it. <laughs> John, you do need the coffee that I'm drinking. I'm fired up. You can tell that I feel better. Um, it is your true self, your awareness of being asking you. It's present conception of self. Who do you believe your awareness to be? This answer can be defined only within yourself regardless of the influence of another. It doesn't matter how anybody else sees you. It doesn't matter. All that matters is how you see yourself because you are the one that's creating your reality. If someone else, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I'm beautiful. Oh, you're so successful. Oh, I'm successful. That person is not creating your reality. Your core root belief of yourself is creating your reality. And somewhere along the lines of your childhood and experiences that you had growing up or what shaped your, has what shaped your consciousness into being what it is today. I am Crystal Teeny's boyfriend. Okay. So that concludes today. I think there was a lot of good information in that because I like when um, Neville Goddard's teachings and even Joseph Murphy's teachings talk about uh, the interpretation of consciousness, Jesus, the Father, heaven, all these things. So I'm going to save this live. And Mayor, I love that. I love that. There's just some random questions that come up in here that I'm just not going to answer. I'm just not going to do it. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap up for today. No, I'm going to I'm going to repost it. I'm going to repost it. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining. Oh, my God, guys, this is the biggest sale for the retreat yet. So the price is. The full price is $39.90, which we don't ever want anybody to pay. It's on sale for $1,760 for a five-day retreat. So if you want to come, get your tickets now because that is the cheapest that they're going to be. Um, so send you guys lots of love. I hope that you enjoyed that. And I will see you Monday morning, if not sooner. John, you don't want to be my cat. I prefer a dog, actually. So, uh, love you all. 
I have to go take all of my supplements now. Have an amazing day.